Hi there and welcome back to a new episode of the Euronet Plus Green Deal podcast. I'm Zina and I'm going to be generation hopping with you today. We'll be taking a look at where young and old differ and perhaps even converge in terms of their green ambitions as well as at the momentum political shift brought about by the climate crisis. Are the youth of today, as we tend to assume, greener than the generations that came before them? Or are Greta Thunberg and the Fridays for Future movement simply the latest manifestation of a process that began many years ago? In Germany, a youth survey conducted by the Zenos Institute shows that climate change is considered the most pressing issue in the 14 to 20 age bracket ahead of education and social justice. German Environment Minister Svenja Schulze believes that this passion and momentum provided by today's youth will serve to cement the key green policies being implemented over the coming years. Many young people's strong convictions are driven by fear, as 16-year-old Clara Foyars explains. I am scared because the climate crisis is being ignored by all those who should be protecting us. By politicians, by adults, by our parents' generation, our world is being devastated. We, the young people, believe that this cannot go on. Our children will not be able to live on this planet if we do not do something. That is why we must achieve zero emission economy by 2040. Today's youth are certainly growing up with a heightened awareness of environmental pollution. Just a few generations back, you would have been able to walk along a beach without being confronted by the issue of plastic waste. Even back then, plastic was becoming a big problem for the ocean, but it was very much hidden beneath the surface. Nowadays, it is an ever-present threat that is often ignored something that makes the younger generations angry. UN Human Rights Chief and former Chilean President Michelle Bachelet understands this sentiment, as she said at the COP25. Children and young people in particular have been at the forefront of this movement recently, marching peacefully and persistently, engaging in strategic litigation, helping to devise climate solutions, overturning obstacles and overcoming threats. Many young people are angry about the failure of leaders, of government, business and institutions to act on the realities that all of us can see. I understand the despair and rage so many young people and older ones too are feeling. All of us know the fact, but so far there has been far too little real action. Your advocacy is helping to change that and is a real force of hope for all of us. Climate justice is important because climate change discriminates. We need to ensure that all people, including children, have access to justice and remedy when their rights are violated and the right to participate in making decisions. We need to protect climate activists from threats and harm. And above all, we need you to preserve our planet and protect our future. Thank you very much. In Poland, my colleagues met up with Anja Pawlowska, a young activist for the Fridays for Future movement, at a climate strike. Pawlowska echoed Bachelet's calls for climate justice. Klimatyczne postulujemy, aby powstała Rada Klimatyczna. 
We, the Youth Climate Strike, call for a climate council to be set up to work out a plan to achieve climate neutrality by 2040. This plan must consider the potential social costs of this transition. The main theme of today's strike is climate justice. This means that the changes that must be made in the process of transitioning to a low or even zero emission economy must not be made solely at the people's expense. Albo nawet zeroemisyjną, um, potrzebujemy, żeby te zmiany nie były kosztem ludzi. While protests are one side of the coin, others are turning to technology in the fight against climate change. Esther and Finn from Germany have developed an app to help each and every one of us to track our own environmental footprint. Klimaschutz bedeutet für uns, unsere Zukunft selbst gestalten zu können. So wie wir jetzt handeln, bestimmen wir, wie wir in Zukunft leben können. Climate protection to us means that we can design our own future. The way we act today dictates how we can live in the future. Climate has a huge impact on our lives, as we can see in many places. If we look at China, we see that particulate pollution is so high that people have to wear face masks all the time to minimize their health risk. If we learn something through the pandemic, it is that wearing face masks isn't the greatest of all things. I read the book Project Green Zero, the author describes how we managed to live climate neutral. Therefore, he had to calculate his ecological footprint and CO2 emissions, which was very time-consuming and difficult. We found this very interesting and did some research on CO2 calculators. We found some, but those only calculated estimated values for one year. We thought it would be better to have something on a daily basis where you can track your daily emissions. That's how it started täglichen Basis zu haben und auch seine täglichen Emissionen eingeben zu können und berechnen lassen zu können. What with innovative apps, more awareness for climate change and no want of ambition, it certainly seems that young people may be greener than their parents. Yet it is by no means the case that older generations have nothing to contribute. Indeed, some experts argue that each generation plays its own distinct part in making the world a greener place. While younger people may join school strikes, sparehead environmental campaigns and vote green, older people are often in a better position to fund these causes or may even contribute in a more passive way, such as by being less mobile and therefore generating fewer carbon emissions. Dr. Wojciech Simalski, CEO of Poland's Institute for Sustainable Development, was asked if the older generation were an obstacle in our gradual move toward the greener future. I would say yes and no. Yes, because older Europeans, and this is also more and more noticeable in Poland, have a great influence on what the next elections will look like and the next government. Since their share of the votes is the same as young people and the more older they are, the more votes count in the election. And we also know that, at least in Poland, it is a fairly mobilized group of voters. And if they are undecided in their attitude towards climate, then as a result, authorities will probably be elected who will not be very active in the environmental direction. And a little no, because to some extent, these elderly people often take a lot of activities that we consider to be ecological, although they may not be aware that they are taking such actions. They are simply more knowledgeable, but 
but also sometimes more willing to take saving measures. Savings understood in this way, this is often conductive to ecological activities. In Bulgaria, my colleagues from BNR spoke to Gabriel Petkova from Greenpeace Bulgaria about differences between the generations. Petkova highlights how past policies were sometimes more forward-thinking than we assume, since, as Dr. Simalski pointed out, money-saving and green issues often overlap. I think we have learned a lot of good practices from our parents and from the generations before us in general because I believe that to a large extent our love and as a whole our need to take care of nature comes from our parents. We are now much better informed. We are already well aware of what works and what doesn't and how we can apply good practices in our daily lives. Back then it was more a matter of using one's intuition. Starting with the reusable bags and all the way to the glass bottles which were also reusable. These are things I remember from my childhood and now some 25 to 30 years later I'm trying to promote them as an example of good practice. In summary, today's youth are, to an extent at least, building on a ball first set in motion by their parents and grandparents. However, the scale of the challenge has also increased dramatically over the last half century. And in addition, our modern, technology-dependent, fast-paced and global way of life makes any return to a simpler and greener world enjoyed by our grandparents' generation ever less likely. While the UN started holding climate conferences back in 1979, it is only fairly recently that green political parties have emerged as a force to be reckoned with, both at a national and a European level. But their influence is growing. The EU is throwing its weight behind more and more green initiatives under pressure to take decisive action now before time runs out. The impact of failing to act can already be seen right here in Europe as well as around the globe, as individuals begin to face the ugly realities of pollution in their day-to-day -day lives. The problem is no longer abstract or hidden at the bottom of the sea, and it is individuals who ultimately hold the key to turning the situation around. What is your contribution to fighting climate change? For more information, visit euronetplus-inside.eu.